0: Well, here's Jonathan 37th Joseph. The seventh pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Houston Texans select, Jalen Petrie, DB from Baylor. <laughs> so, a Baylor state. Kids state in the state of Texas. We're going to
1: see some Baylor guys go tonight. Might see another safety go as well. You're listening to the John Moore show on ESPN Central Texas. What was this day like for you, and then when you get that call?
0: It's a real experience. You know, I live. 10 minutes down the street from nrg stadium and you know when i got the call i was you know really grateful that you know coach levy smith and you know the executive staff believed in me so i'm ready to you know get to work and, and you know and make the team better
1: now back to today's jmo radio show from the Allen samuel studios here's the voice of the bears john Morris and aaron sexton all right, what a thrill to be here. And uh, without further ado, let's bring up our guest of honor today, Jalen Petrie. There you go, my man. Great to see you. Yes, sir. Thanks for being here. I would echo that thanks to Morgan Kleinschmidt with the uh, Texans who uh, helped line this up for us. And Cam Young is here also. Where's Cam seated? There he is, right back there. Cam is a Baylor grad who works for the Texans, also. So we appreciate y'all, and we uh, we claim you as one of ours. But I know the Texans do too. Pretty
0: cool. Oh yes, sir. I'm blessed um, to you know be so close to home, but also you know be so close to my second home as well in Baylor. So I'm glad everybody got to come out, and it's a good looking room. Uh, I know uh, UT and OU couldn't look this good, so I'm happy all y'all came zing right off the top well yes, done very good good looking room with your uh, mom and dad and your girlfriend here also yes sir i'm blessed to have them in my life they helped me out so much and uh, um, they do so much for me so you know i had to make sure that they were here for this special event love it rick and devita are right here
1: your mom and dad and juliana is here let's welcome them very cool uh here, here's a softball question to start how are things going for you you're doing pretty well
0: Man, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time with the Texans. Like I said, I'm at home. Um, I actually grew up here 15 uh, minutes from the Galleria, so I'm really close to home. My family's here, and I'm enjoying football. Um, coaches and the staff, they have welcomed me uh, with open arms from the start, and I think that um, I'm just continue to build, and I'm, I'm excited about my future.
1: What's the biggest difference coming from uh, from college at Baylor? I mean, a really high level, but then coming to the pros, what's the biggest difference for you?
0: Um, I think the biggest difference is just the professionalism of everybody, um, from the players to the coaches to the support staff and um, everybody around you. I feel like um, there's no slack in the building. Everybody is trying their best, and um, I think that uplifts your, your game as well. That has made me you know, continue to um, evolve as a person and also a player on the field.
1: Second round draft pick, I think everybody knows, 37th pick overall. Did you think, I mean, did you feel like you could come in and have the kind of impact you have had as a rookie this past year?
0: I definitely did. You know, I always want to go into things with the confidence that I can, you know, succeed at whatever I'm doing. And um, I think that was a big um, reason why I did have the success. But um, with that, I think you have to also have confidence in your preparation and um, the work that you put in on a day-to-day basis because without that, um, you're not going to be able to make the plays and do the things that you can do on the field. So um, I think the biggest part is just making sure that you're putting in that work and um, the results will come. Yeah, We've seen the results
1: of it in your play. Where does that come from? Uh, is that from your, from your dad, from a particular coach growing up, or where does that come from?
0: Oh, it's all from my parents. You know, they've done everything for me growing up. Um, they've made me into the person I am without them. Um, well, first off, without God um, blessing me with them Um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys. So um, they get 100% of the credit. And I'm, I'm forever thankful for them. Very nice. Well said. Let's go back to uh, your high school days, Stafford
1: High School, recruited by Baylor. I hope you know you've got a special place in the heart of Baylor fans that I'm not sure anybody will ever, ever replace. Uh, you committed to Baylor, signed with Baylor, and stuck with Baylor when a lot of other guys left, really everybody else left, when they had the opportunity to do so. What do you remember about that time and your, your commitment that was unwavering and- and coming to Baylor
0: yeah I can remember the day I got offered by Baylor I called my dad and told him that uh, I was offered by Baylor, and they was going to give me a scholarship to play football and that's the thing that um, me him and my brother had been working on my um, whole life so that was a real surreal moment for me and um uh, it, it was like one of the best days of my life because I knew that I was going to be able to live out my dream and play at the collegiate level, which was all I ever really wanted to do and be able to get a, a, a great degree from a prestigious university like Baylor. And um, I think the the bonus came that, you know, I continued to develop my relationship with Jesus Christ. I had a lot of support and help from the people at Baylor that, you know, just continue to push me in different ways that I don't think I would have been pushed anywhere else. So I'm thankful for Baylor and everything that they did for me. Very nice.
1: You had uh, – it was a rough time, wasn't it? I mean, was it tough to, to uh, keep your commitment and stay and end up there when other guys were leaving?
0: It was a little tough because, you know, sometimes you want to go with the wave and you want to do um, what's popular. But um, I looked at the three things that I was looking for into a school. The first was – um, obviously um, the the amount of competition that I would be playing in a Big 12 and the type of school that Baylor was in terms of academics and like I said the bonus came in with um, you know the religious background that Baylor has so um, those three things kind of stood out to me and that was the real reason I ended up staying so that kind of made it easier but it was a little hard early on seeing that everybody was leaving and um, that was becoming a norm people decommitting and stuff like that but um, once I checked off those three boxes, I thought that Baylor was the right place for me, and it definitely was. Yeah, very yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> turned out well, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it sir. turned out great. Did you um, uh, that commitment that you stuck with uh, st- stuck with Baylor? Um, were there any doubts along the way? I mean, I'm sure you're getting hit from a lot of directions.
0: Yeah, I was getting hit, but it really solidified, and you know. Showed me that Bella was the right spot for me in my junior year when I tore my ACL in in high school And I seen a lot of uh, colleges start to you know back up because of that and you know started to not show their commitment as much so that really really put it in for me like I'm going to Baylor and I'm sticking with this and that's when I ended up um, enrolling early my, my senior year. Yeah, Very good. So it
1: was like Baylor showed their commitment to you and you were going to return that. Yes sir. And exactly. you did. Big time. Uh, I think most folks here know you were a Big 12 defensive player of the year here last year. Congratulations on that. Yes, sir. And uh, things ended well. That 2021 season was just fantastic. Uh, it really the best season in Baylor football history. I mean by any measurement 12-2 and two, uh won the bowl, won the Big 12 conference championship in dramatic fashion won the uh, Sugar Bowl over a good old Miss team I mean best season in Baylor football history and you were right in the middle of that what was that like
0: Oh, it, it was wonderful. It was a lot. Um, I think that a lot of people didn't see on the inside that led up to that, though. It was a lot of long nights that me and a lot of my teammates spent um, in the locker room, just talking and getting to know each other in the weight room, grinding and also in the film room, studying the things that we needed to study. So um, it was great to see that, you know, God blessed us with the opportunity to go and win the, the Big 12 championship. It was a good way to end my career. When you think
1: of either that season or your whole career on the field, what was uh, what are some of the highlights you think of?
0: It was a lot of them. That's, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> that's it. There were a lot of them. That's right. That you can't come up with just one. I think the the the, the highlight probably was I have two. Okay. Definitely was when we beat Oklahoma yeah. um, in 2021. It was a very close game, um, and we ended up pulling that off. And also, you know, my senior night. Um, being able to have my parents on the field and letting them see me uh, for the last time out there at McLean Stadium and just having them out there, having my brother, it was just it was good vibes and it was a lot of love out there. So, you know, I would say those two two instances was the was the best times on the field pretty
1: cool memories those are great how about the big 12 championship game the win over oklahoma state uh, you remember what that came down to what about that last you guys had a lead oklahoma state's driving if they score they're going to take the lead late what, what are your recollections of that final
0: series there McVeigh, big play McVay. Um, he ended up making a big play on the fourth down. But like I say, it was a lot that led up to that. It was a lot of plays that um, was good and a lot of plays that was bad. I can remember some instances where I wasn't doing the right thing and that led to some big plays and, you know, a lot of mistakes. But then also, like I said, a lot of good plays. But that ended up leading us to the last play where McVeigh, a guy that is consistent, a guy that shows up every day ready to work. And, you know, I was so happy that he, you know, got to – have that moment and had to you know win the game for us it was a real surreal moment and I was so tired after that play because I was celebrating I was screaming and um you know tears of joy like all of that it, it was a great moment for sure that
1: was huge but you were uh, the third down that was the fourth down play the third down play you were right in the middle of that weren't you
0: I was so that play ended up being a play action boot Um, so a couple plays before that, it was, it was obviously four downs and they was running the ball a lot. And I was noticing that we had Apu, we had Terrell, we had Dylan, and it was very hard for them to just run it in. So I had a feeling that they were about to throw the ball and, um, ended up throwing it and I was in coverage and went up to pick it. But got hit a little bit and ended up getting a deflection, so that ended up leading to the fourth down play. But it was a great game, and I enjoyed it so much. It was it was probably one of my one of my favorite games of my whole career. Uh, I would say the same thing. Yeah, I agree. Yes, sir. <laughs> and again, something that will live on
1: in the hearts and minds of Baylor fans forever. And you were right in the middle of it. The fourth down play. Uh, am I right? So McVeigh comes out. He makes the tackle. Were you one of the guys Terrell was that ran up to the ref right after that play?
0: I didn't. I okay. took off. <laughs> you just but, ran, right? Yeah, <laughs> I took off because I had I had a good line of sight and I seen that it was short. But a cool story is the play before that play happened, um, me and my teammates on defense, we didn't have a defensive call because it was loud in there, we couldn't hear and we couldn't get the play in, so we ended up calling a timeout. We didn't have any timeouts. Right. So we're running off the field. And the refs tells us, come back out, come back out. Y'all don't have any timeouts. And then we ended up playing that play with no play. So we were basically just out there freestyling. And McVay ended up making a play. So it was great. Thank God for that.
1: That's a great story. I don't make Oklahoma State fans happy that, you know, biggest play. I mean, would have been for them if they had scored there. You know, they would have gone on into the playoff probably, but, uh, but you guys did it. I mean, that's kind of muscle memory, though, isn't it, from all the practices and all the games and all the veterans you guys had on defense. Even though you didn't have a play called, look what happened.
0: Exactly. I think it goes back to those locker room talks and all the chemistry that all of us had, all of the hardships that we went through. It just all came together in that last play, and I think that was a that's a perfect picture on you know why you should you know stay and you know push through things because eventually you'll see the light. Wow, that is great. Uh, on to the Sugar Bowl, how fun was that? Great experience. Um, it was a little bit different because of COVID, but me and my teammates we we enjoyed it. We went bowling. We um, got to walk through the streets of New Orleans and had a good time together because you know we were there for four days, spent a lot of time with our coaches, hospitality suites playing games. It was just a fun time. Great food. Uh, State of Louisiana, I think, has the best food. Um, Probably Texas is very close, but it was great. You know, I I had to watch myself because I was eating a little too much, and I know the game was coming up, but. It was a great time. That's funny. Morgan will
1: appreciate that. She's an LSU grad, so yes. she'll
0: appreciate that comment.
1: Uh, so you win that game, and that wraps up your, your collegiate career in great fashion. Then you start getting ready for the draft. What was that that process like, the workouts and everything, as the draft is coming?
0: Yeah, so I believe the game, the Sugar Bowl, was on Saturday. On Monday morning, I was already in Dallas at Exo's facility getting back to work. So – it was a quick turnaround, but it was fun because I was going into a new chapter in my life and, you know, I had to get ready for it because it was something that I hadn't been accustomed to. I had to change my body. I had to, you know, nail down the 40s, learn some new techniques. It was fun to, you know, be able to be around the best of the best and, um, you know, challenge myself on a day-to-day basis.
1: What did you hear from coaches and from scouts, you know, during that process and when they bring you in or just talk to you? Um, what were the things they were telling you?
0: Yeah, so my agent and coaches were telling me that I would be a, a, early, a late first round or early second round um, and maybe even slip into the third round depending on how I ran my 40s. So when I heard that, you know, I really dialed in. And I said that um, let me focus on the things that I could focus on to try to improve my, you know, draft grade. So I did that and it ended up working out well for me because um, I ended up running my career fastest 40 ever. And um, I was really excited. Yeah.
1: Uh, the work again paid off for you yes sir could you have written up a better script that that you get drafted by the Texans
0: no (laughs) I I couldn't have I would have never guessed I was just telling them I could have never guessed that I would have been a Texan like during the whole draft process I had a, a visit to the Texans but I was like it's a little too close to home like are they really gonna pick me is this really gonna be how how I start my NFL career like it just sounded too good to be true. And then I ended up getting a call from um, Coach Lovey Smith and, and Nick Casario, and I thought it was somebody pranking me because it was an <laughs> 832 number. And I wasn't about to answer it. I was like, I can't answer this. They might Another team might be trying to call me. And then I ended up answering, and they told me, and I was – start crying it it was a great time wait you almost didn't take the call I almost didn't take the call (laughs)
1: here's your your dream team you're 10 minutes away you almost didn't take
0: the call almost didn't take it 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 was it was about to be a a nightmare for me but uh, I ended up answering it and it worked out well
1: that's a great story. I think they would have called you back if you didn't answer. I think oh. they would have called you back. Um, very good. And we talked about, you know, the differences moving from college into a professional ranks. You always hear this, you know, it's a business. You know, it's a, it's a business now. I mean, this is your job doing this. But you still seem like you play with the, uh, with the fun and joy that you've always played with. I mean, that, that's still a part of your game, isn't it?
0: Yes, sir. I try to keep it simple, you know, keep it simple. And I try to, as a defense, As a player, I want to bring energy to the game. I want to run to the ball and have fun when I get there and try to get the ball out because then that gets the ball back to the offense and that helps us score points. Um, So, yeah, I just try to keep it real simple, go out there and execute my job and, and have fun because a lot of people don't get to do what I do. And you know, I don't want to take advantage of that. I want to—I mean, I want to take advantage of that. I don't want to, you know, just go out there and go through the motions. I want to have fun and enjoy this time that I have on the football field. That's good. And aren't you at a position that, it, to me, it seems like it's
1: becoming more and more important? I mean, more of a uh, um, central focus of an NFL defense.
0: Yes, sir. So I play safety, and um, safety is is in my opinion, the, the quarterback of the defense of the back end because you have to be able to, you know, navigate, run, and pass, and you have to be able to play in the box and out the box. So you have to be very versatile in your approach, and you have to be quick on your feet, and you also have to be strong enough to, you know, mess around with the the big old linemen yeah. and, and the great running backs that the NFL, NFL possesses. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful position. I love it, you know, and, and I enjoy playing safety. I, I don't think um, the Lord made me – um, to play anything else like I think that was my position that he made me for Ooh, I like that
1: put on earth to play safety yes, I like sir. it <laughs> to win championships at Baylor and hopefully for the Texans now too so that's cool uh, coming in as a rookie and you, you seem like I mean from a distance you seem like you just put your head down and did your work um, but what's it like for the veterans Isn't there kind of a rite of passage uh, the veterans kind of making you feel welcome as a rookie
0: Definitely, definitely. I, um, Anything I spent you tell us about that? I spent a lot of time at, at Sam's, you know, just making sure that I always had um, the correct snacks for the veterans, making sure they had what they need for um, our meetings. Because if, if, if they showed up and I didn't have, you know, their cheese its or their Skittles, <laughs> it was going to be a bad meeting because they was going to talk about me the whole time. In practice, I was going to have to do stuff like – I, I made sure that I was on that. And then at the end of the season, we ended up doing a, a nice dinner. So um, that was fun, and I enjoyed that. It was a good time. You know, uh, you only get to be a rookie once. So, you know, I embraced that. Um, I spent the money. You know, it, it, it'll all come back. You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it'll make you so another
1: group of rookies are coming in this year. You'll remember that. You'll remember your experience there.
0: Yeah, I'll remember that. But I, I want to be the guy that kind of helps them out. You know, I want to be the guy that shows them the ropes and, you know, tries to make their life a little bit easier because I don't want to be that guy that um, is making them worry about other things when they're coming in to, you know, play football. So um, that's the type of role that I want to take uh, to this next group of rookies coming in. Uh what would you think about the Texans draft this year? Boy made some noise, huh? Did a wonderful job. I think we got a lot of great pieces and you know, we're heading in the right direction. I think that we're going to continue to build and um bring that energy back. I feel I can already feel it at our practices. It's very competitive and you know, I'm consistently trying to find ways to get better because everybody around me is doing the same. Yeah. Is it fun to think about, you know, the team improving
1: and good draft and bring these guys in, but whatever success happens, you're right in the middle of it. I mean, you're a key player, even though you're going into just your second year.
0: Exactly. And I I, I take full ownership for that. You know, I want to be the guy that my teammates look at uh, when times are hard. And uh, you know be able to lift them up you know I take real ownership in that and hopefully you know I can be that guy for my teammates nice
1: and again playing for your hometown team really for, for Houston that is just so cool I'm happy for you there and you continue to invest in that and invest in Houston Morgan told us that you and Juliana are going to volunteer at a food bank tomorrow morning so just one of the things I'm guessing that you do a, a lot of
0: yeah I try to get in the community as much as possible um, I actually want to start a foundation in the near future, you know, to help um, disadvantaged youth and, you know, just help them be able to think on a different level and give them resources that they don't have. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays um, don't have the things that I had growing up or not exposed to as much as I did. So I'm just trying to put that in front of them early so that they can make decisions to, you know, speed up that process and help them figure out what they really want to do with their life. Man. Man, you got it all together. Nah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. You really do, and and uh, maybe I speak for a lot of people here, but you're an inspiration. You really are. How you stuck with Baylor, and you know that sealed your uh, legacy at Baylor right there. Oh yeah, add to that a Big 12 Conference Championship mm-hmm. before you leave. Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, Sugar Bowl Championship best season in baylor football history and now into the pros and you just continue to uh to give and give back and uh congratulations to you for that i appreciate that yeah congratulations really good